Welcome to Dads with Daughters. In this show, we spotlight dads, resources, and more to help you be the best dad you can be. Welcome back to the Dads with Daughters podcast, where we bring you guests to be active participants in your daughter's lives, raising them to be strong, independent women. As I always say, it is so important for you and I to be able to talk to other dads, to be able to engage with other dads, to be able to learn from other dads. And every week, I am working to try to help you to do just that, to be able to hear different perspectives, different thoughts, different ideas, and and get some new ideas for yourself about what it means to be a dad, but also how other dads are doing it, because not every dad does it the same way, and that's important, and how each of us are working to raise our daughters is important for us to see too, because we have the way that we do it, but there's many other ways around that, and we can learn from those other dads that are doing just that as well. Today, I got another great dad with us. Arpan Shah is with us from Chicago, works in the financial sector. You know, we're going to be talking to him about being a father to a daughter, but but also some other things too. Arpan, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me, Chris. It is my pleasure having you here today. I always love starting these conversations with an opportunity to, to talk to you a little bit about your own journey in fatherhood. And what I want to do first is I want to turn the clock back in time. I want you to go back to that first moment, that first moment when you found out that you were going to be a dad to a daughter. What was going through your head? I was really excited. I was at the point where I didn't know if I would have a kid or would end up adopting. Not because you know I had been trying. I've been quite a go with the flow kind of guy, but I do know I'm great with kids. And I'm an older brother to my sister, and I was raised really close to my cousin. So I, and I have seven of them, you know, from in Chicago, some are in Indiana, some are in Wisconsin. So they're all in the area. And my best friend in the family was always the youngest. So I'm like a big kid myself. I was just so excited when I learned that I was going to be a father. And I just didn't know what to expect. It's a lot of on the job training. And I, I was already kind of aware of that. And yeah, and then just buckled up for the ride. Everything goes from there. You know, you kind of figure out what to do. Everybody just sort of comes together and gives you unsolicited advice that you listen to and, and grow together as a family. Sometimes you you learn a lot about yourself from your child as well, just by raising it. It's a two-way street. Definitely is a two-way street. And you know, you learn not only from that direct parenting, but through the experiences that you have. What would you say has been the most memorable experience that you've been able to have thus far as a father? I can't just pick one when it comes to right? my daughter is five and it's every moment is memorable. I am so much in love. And when I think about her, because I am a single parent, so I have her seven days on, seven days off. But when I don't have her, all I think about is how I feel when she's around. So there is not one memorable experience. It's, it's a process. It's a growth. Every day is a memory. Now I'm grateful for it. Uh, you've had your daughter in your life for about five years now. So as you look at those times, sometimes as dads look at raising their children, raising their daughters, there's some fear that may have gone along with that, some fear in raising a daughter in today's society. What we say has been your biggest fear in raising yeah, your daughter? That's very true, Chris. There is a there is a lot of fear. It is a cold, scary world sometimes. But what, the way I work through it, is by understanding that there is that uncertainty out there, that the world can be not the best place. And so first of all, everybody's trying to change the world. Nobody wants to change themselves, right? So going back to that, I try to make the world, I I become a better person after becoming a father. That's for sure. Everybody can see that. But number two, I let my daughter know that because at a young age, the mind is like a sponge. I expose her 
to things. But when I do, I'm there to protect her, to be there. She needs to ask questions or lean on or explain things. And she's curious. She's inquisitive. She'll ask questions. And it's important that I've learned from one of my best friends who I admired as a father because his kids are are much older. He had children much younger. And he would always tell me, just be honest with them. Just always be honest. And they'll always respect that and come to you. So a lot of people sugarcoat things in the world. I'm just honest with her. And I show her from behavior. A lot of a lot of learning that happens in children is not what you tell them. Do this, do that. This is wrong. This is right. No, you have to mimic that. You have to exhibit that for the children. And that's how they learn from the behavior. Are you yelling with your spouse in front of the children? You know, are you talking with a respectful tone? Are you going to the grocery store and giving that extra banana to the to the guy that's panhandling outside? You know, like those kind of little things, they go a long way in the long run. And you instill those good values in the children. So the fear would be uncertainty. But the thing is that becoming a father gives you courage that you never knew you had. And then the courage is just knowing that there's fear there and facing it and learning from it. That's my take on it, at least. Now, as you are also think about the opportunities that you've had to, to father your daughter, to be a part of your daughter's life, what would you say has been the hardest part in being a father to a daughter? Honestly, uh, a lot of it has come easy because of that, that uncertainty that I had. I did a lot of classes. I was extremely involved. I was typically the primary caregiver, actually, because my work schedule is flexible where I can work remotely even before the pandemic. And so what I would do is I'd, I would learn a lot. That's what I get obsessed with knowledge. Like, what is it like to have a baby? You know, my the mother of my child wanted to have a home birth. So I studied everything I could. Me being raised in a family with all hospital births and a lot of medical professionals in the family. I was a little skeptical about it, but I'm happy that we went through with it. And like it was a good experience. It was in the comfort of our own home. We had nurses in the home and we do live very close to a hospital. And we prepared very well for the birth. I took a lot of classes, the different stages of labor, how to support your partner and how to be a part of it, what to expect in the first hour after birth, the first week, you know, how, like, how does the, the color of the poop change? <laughs> Little things like that. And I went to a daddy boot camp, you know, changing diapers and just being helpful so that both parents can get their sleep on time for the first few weeks. So I prepared a lot for it. So I believe I may be going off tangent for it, but knowledge is usually the answer for me when I have some uncertainty or fear or challenge, or I just ask other fathers, you know, there's a lot of help out there and people love talking about their kids and they'll, they'll be happy to help. It takes a village. So don't hesitate to ask for that. Challenging part other than that is, uh, I guess, you know, they grow. So you have tantrums at age two and three and four, and they, they change and then the child grows up. She starts moving and grabbing things off the table. <laughs> so it's back to square one where you got to baby proof everything all over again. It's a process. It really is. But just enjoy it. Take time and enjoy it. You definitely have to enjoy it and you have to go with every stage because, you know, I've, I've got teenage daughters myself and, and there are issues there too, you know, and you oh, have yeah. to be able to <laughs> transition with every phase that they're in and be able to understand that they are in a specific place in their life. And you have to be able to understand that the way that you have to parent changes as well. Absolutely. Now, one of the things that you mentioned was being a, a single dad and in raising your daughter in with in that type of paradigm. And I know that being engaged for you is something that's that's really important, something that you feel really strongly about. 
but I'm sure that over the years, I'm sure that over the years, it hasn't always been the easiest thing being a single dad and trying to raise your daughter in, in that way. Talk to me about that journey that you've had to be on and what you've had to do to be able to be that engaged dad that you wanted to be. The way it unfolded was was very dramatic. The litigation is still ongoing, so I can't talk too much about it, but it, it started with a little uh, parental abduction to a different state, Washington, really far away, where I won the jurisdiction, child was brought back to Chicago. Now, this is a very common story, the way a lot of orders of, uh, of protection are abused in our country. And if you just go to any father's rights page, search it, you'll find scores and scores of these. And I was always an advocate for father's rights, even before becoming a father, uh, just from seeing friends and, and, and buddies go through this and customers. And it was alarming then, but I didn't know the severity of the issue, not just facing this country, but Canada, UK and Australia too, apparently. But before I go off on a tangent, I just wanted to say that that was probably the hardest uh, part ever, uh, knowing if I would have relocate myself to be with there because I have an elderly mother I care for. The child's entire family and friend circle is here in Chicago. It's uh, the only city she had ever known. And so it was very, very difficult. Emotional and the uncertainty of that. But regardless, I was very lucky as in the court saw everything and it's extremely expensive. By the way, it's, it's almost criminal what, what is charged in these. Uh, the family court makes more money than all the other courts combined. But before I go off on, on that tangent again, uh, my ADHD, I got her here and I valued every moment I had with her. I took a separated parenting course on my own just to see what it's like for the child. That was my always my only priority. And it turns out that she was about three years old when it unfolded. And it is the the best possible time where a child can adapt from one situation and transition into another. The mind is so fresh. I mean, at age zero to one, it's pretty difficult. In some countries, you can't even introduce solid foods to the child without the other parent present. We are interdependent animals in a way where we, that is so important, introducing solids those uh, those milestones in a child's life to have both parents present. It just shows you how powerful uh, both a father and a mother is to a child. And um, yeah, so anyways, knowing that was a huge breath of fresh air. I knew I had about two, three years to, to figure this out with her before. And, and you know, by, by knowledge, I was empowered. So if she does end up uh, being six, seven, eight, while this is ongoing, or nine through 12, I'm aware now of the different stages that that to be mindful for in in the child. Um, So yeah, I mean, that, that course was very helpful. The book was helpful. I've shared it with a lot of fathers on on this group actually, and others that have asked for it. And I still have it in my email in PDF format. If anybody wants it, I'll be happy to send it out. So that was hard uh, learning the transitions. But once I got her back, family was number one, working through my own, whatever PTSD I may have had, wanted to make that a priority. And then just staying focused on the child, keeping it all about the child. That was the easy part because love is a very powerful force. And here we are. You know, I took her to school this morning and we had a great evening and I'm looking forward to doing stuff with her after school. So to, let's talk about that book because, you know, people that do go into the process of writing a book for other dads, but really writing a book for themselves and being able to tell a story and helping their own child go through a process. I'm an author myself. I know there is a process that you have to go through to be able to bring that story forward. But um, talk to me about the background of this. What was going through your head in in saying, I need this story to be out there, not only for my child, but for other children? Yeah. So I I started writing this book in 2018, actually. My daughter was like one and a half. And I just got it published two months ago on Amazon. So finally got that done. It took a long time. It, It takes a lot of pieces. 
and I learned a lot. So it's called daddy goes to work. When I would go to the office, my daughter would crawl, grab my leg, say, no, don't go. And I didn't want to go. I broke my heart. And so, so I was looking for a book that would kind of help the children out, you know, when I go to work, like something I can read to her before I go or something when I come home to kind of, you know, because her memory is only an hour or two, as far as attention span goes or memory, short-term memory for little children. So I wrote a book. I, I looked on Amazon. I looked at the libraries. There was, I Googled daddy goes to work. All I found was mommy goes to work. Mommy goes on a business trip, you know, uh, I was a little frustrated with the selections out there. And I'm like, wow, you know what? There's a huge market out there. And uh, and dads with daughters, which is, and fathering together was blowing up too. So I'm like, there's a lot of market out there. And there's not a lot of books uh, showing, portraying the father's role in our contemporary society. I mean, so I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to write it and fill that gap. And this is a book that I wish were around when my daughter was very young. Although I'm happy it's out now. And I kept it for zero to four, zero to six-year-olds. It's called Daddy Goes to Work. It takes place right here in Chicago. It it has a character similar to me and a daughter similar to mine, you know, Savannah. And it just goes through the phases of the morning. It's written with simple verbiage so that infants can easily comprehend the message that's being conveyed. And one of the characters, the, the female character, is kind of liquid. The reader can adjust the tenses to accommodate the character name slash roles or time of day it's being read, whether it be in the morning or evening. And it's very simple. It's a fun book. I've gotten great feedback. And I've made a, you know, a couple of sales, which uh, feels good. And you know, you don't you don't, you don't write a children's book to kind of like make it big or anything, but it's something I did. It's something special and it's something that's out there now. And um, I'm actually doing a workshop for a pro se dad group coming up uh, about how to get your story out there. If people want help, I'm happy to mentor throughout the process. I would say the uh, finding a good illustrator that you resonate with was probably the hardest part. But I do have a couple others in the works and it's exciting. It's fun. I feel like uh, I did something. It is exciting. I mean, when you get something out there and you're telling your story, but and I think that for you, I mean, one of the things that I resonate with is that you did this to not only help other dads, but really to help yourself and to be able to tell a story for your daughter to be able to help her to understand, hey, I have to do this. I have to go out, but I'm coming back. And yeah. it's a way way for you to be able to help her to allow for you to do what you have to do to provide for her. But at the same time, let her know that daddy's coming back and don't worry. Yeah. And it has father it has a father as a prominent figure in this story too, which is which I really love, which I believe we need a lot more of because that's that's the world we're looking at right now. You know, a father's love is definitely no less. And I think us as men and brothers, we need to understand that. But it starts off in the day. You know, you wake up, you know, you change the diaper, you play with some toys, make breakfast, eat breakfast, and then you go on with a little cleanup time. Dad goes to work, there's a little whining going on. And then it shows a little bit about what's happening at the office. You know, is he driving his car? Is he taking a train or what? You know, the baby will help the dad pick the clothes out. I'm just thumbing through the book right now. And then he comes home and then there's excitement and then there's evening activities. There's dinner, there's pajama time, and then there's bedtime. There's a story time at bed and they're actually reading Daddy Goes to Work in bed. So that was cute. And there's um, another book called Daddy Goes to Work too. There's actually two more titles now that had come out since I started writing this, but I, and I read both of them too, but this is a, this is a, a unique story compared to those two. Although those are some great books too. And this is written by me, Arpan Visha. It's only available on Amazon right now. Um, 
but that should change here pretty soon. I appreciate you sharing that. And we'll put a link in the notes today so everybody can find that and learn more about it for themselves. Now we always finish our interviews with what I like to call our fatherhood five, where I ask you five more questions to delve a little bit deeper into you as a dad. You ready? Yeah, I am. In one word, what is fatherhood? Love. When was the time that you finally felt like you succeeded in being a father to a daughter? I feel that way every morning. If I was to ask your daughter, and I know she's only five, so vocabulary might be a little more more limited. But if I was to ask her, how would she describe you as a dad? Silly. Who inspires you to be a better dad? The world. You've given some pieces of advice today that I know that dads will resonate with. But as we finish today, what advice would you give to other dads? Don't work so hard. Enjoy the moments with the kid. Spend more time at home, even if it means sacrificing some funds. If you're the only breadwinner, change that. When you say change that, give give some more context. What do you mean? Families should be pitching in. I understand there's some traditional households where just one person works, but when today's society, everybody can work from home. You can you know drive Uber, Lyft. You can write a children's book. You can have side hustles. And if one person, what I what I mean to say that is is when one person is just working. 80 hours a week, never seeing their family. I've seen so many times where the family just sort of falls apart, you know, and fatherlessness is one of the biggest problems. What is, is one of the biggest reasons the world is in the state it is in today. If you ask me by having a healthy relationship with one's father and everybody's in this group, listening to this podcast. So they're obviously taking all the good steps or many of them, at least, because it takes a lot to just do some self-development stuff like this, but it's a, a sense of of self-esteem and personal joy is instilled in the child who has a good relationship with their father. And this is a scientific fact. So uh, at what cost are you willing to sacrifice that? It's not fair to the child to put all that on oneself. I really appreciate you sharing that. And if people want to find out more about you, is there a great place for them to go? Um, I will comment in the Facebook group uh, on the the podcast in the link, and uh, I can put my contact info there. And I'm happy to reach out and work with any fathers out there that have anything to discuss or talk about or ask. I'm also a, uh, you know, I'm a mortgage broker. So if anybody has any questions about buying a house or refinancing or maybe just paying their own mortgage instead of somebody else's, I'm, I'm always happy to help them on that end as well. But yeah, just anything at all. I'm always happy. I mentor a lot of parents on the single parents page. So uh, I'm happy to, to help anybody. We have to stick together. Well, Arpan, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for telling your story today, for sharing your story, and for sharing your advice. And I wish you all the best. You too, Chris. I really appreciate the opportunity to get out here and, and share a few things. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. The Fatherhood Insider is the essential resource for any dad that wants to be the best dad that he can be. We know that no child comes with an instruction manual, and most dads are figuring it out as they go along. And the Fatherhood Insider is full of resources and information that will up your game on fatherhood. Through our extensive course library, interactive forum, step-by-step roadmaps, and more, you will engage and learn with experts, but more importantly, dads like you. So check it out at fatheringtogether.org. If you are a father of a daughter and have not yet joined the Dads with Daughters Facebook community, there's a link in the notes today. Dads with Daughters is a program of Fathering Together. Find out more at fatheringtogether.org. We look forward to having you back for another great guest next week, all geared to helping you raise strong, empowered daughters and be the best dad that you can be. We're all in the same boat. 
And it's full of tiny screaming passengers We spend the time We give the lessons We make the meals We buy them presents Bring your A-game Cause those kids are growing fast The time goes by just like a dynamite blast Calling astronauts and firemen, carpenters and muscle men, get out and be the world to them. Be the best dad you can be. Be the best 